0: Ah, hello, how are we? Welcome, oh, welcome, 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 welcome. It's plug time, ladies and gentlemen. So, before we get into the intro and this lovely episode of the Making Lemonade podcast, we need to begin by doing the plugs, a little bit of house Housekeeping and there's always housekeeping in every house you live in and this house is not much different. So, convention dates. I have three more conventions this year. That's where I'm going to begin. Actually, no, let's begin with something else. Let's begin with something new. Something new is my merchandise website. Yes, merch, merch, merch. Buy that merch, buy that merch. So my merchandise website has just launched and that website is, excuse me, that website is tpublic.com, tpublic.com. Now, tpublic is not unlike Redbubble and I have canceled my Redbubble site because of reasons unknown. No, I've just canceled my Redbubble because tpublic's better. Um, I am using tpublic.com, so if you search Jordan Morpeth art on tpublic.com, you can not only get my designs on t-shirts, you can get them on long sleeve shirts, you can get them on hoodies, you can even get them on baby onesies. You can go and get yourself some tapestries, you can go and get yourself some mugs, some phone cases, Um, what else they got on there. I think that's it. No, they got tote bags as well. Um, all that kind of <clears throat> great stuff. So if there's all those um, artworks that I do, they will be going up there and they're specific to Tee Public. That's the only place you can get them. And the best part is they are often 30% off. The T-shirts, $14, $15. Long sleeve shirt, $15. T-shirt, $14. They're always on sale. They've always got a sale on. T- the best part about Tee Public is they're almost never on retail price. So go to Tee Public, type in Jordan Morpeth Art. If you're not sure how to spell Morpeth, it's on the cover art of this podcast right now. It's probably also in the description. Um, I'll put that website up in the show notes for this week. Second of all, convention dates. The next convention coming up is the biggest, the grandest, the greatest, the biggest thing in Sydney of all the year. And that's Supernova Sydney. Supernova Sydney. Woo, woo, woo. Beep, 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 beep. That is the Geeks Weekend, everybody. Supernova Sydney is coming up in June, Friday the 15th of June to Sunday the 17th of June. Get your tickets. Go and see some celebrities, come and buy some art, come and buy some stickers. I got some new stickers this year. I got my Goku, I've got my Vegeta, I've got my Deadpool stickers, and I've also got the Jordan Morpeth Art Serenade Feather Logo stickers, and I will have a few more stickers coming soon, possibly, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. Let's see how we go, but I'll be selling art prints. We've got... um, We've got some freebies as well. We've definitely got some freebies. Are we giving away some freebie art prints for everyone who buys some art prints? Buy one, you get one. Buy two, you get one free. Buy three, you get two free. So that's what we're going to be doing at Supernova. I've just decided that now and I've just realized that I can't go back on that now. But I've put it on the record that's okay that's what we're gonna do but the prices will vary over the weekend no they won't I'm just kidding I'm joking ignore the man behind the curtain so that's Supernova Sydney everybody if you wanna see me this year please come to Supernova Sydney if you're listening to this podcast you're probably already going to Supernova Sydney so just go to Supernova Sydney guys um, that'll be 15th uh, what was that again sorry Mr. Ipad Friday the 15th of June till Sunday the 17th of June. I'll be there all weekend at Sydney Olympic Park. Next convention I'm doing this year is GammaCon Canberra. In Canberra, I'll be in the great state of Canberra. So if you're in Canberra or if you're just traveling down to Canberra that weekend, that'll be the Saturday, the 4th of August to Sunday, the 5th of August. So come and see me. Come and see Will Lehman. Come and see all the great artists there and the great comic book writers of our lovely country and states. Um, And finally, the last one I'm doing this year is Oz Comic-Con Sydney. Yes, Ozcomicon Sydney is on the Saturday the 29th, September the 29th, to Sunday the 30th of September. Now, by then I'll probably have a baby, so I'll be the guy with the baby and the redheaded girlfriend. Yeah. Won't be hard to miss. Probably be the only guy there with a baby. Well, at least at the stalls. And that is, oh, sorry, Gamacon is an exhibition park. Look that up online. Um, coming Con, however, is at the International Convention Centre in Sydney. Again, Artist Alley. Like, Excuse me. I need to take a sip of this beer. Now, um, finally, 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 the last final plug. Um, no, sorry, I lie. Second last final plug. The last plug, second last final plug is... Um, my mailing list. So if you want to be a part of my mailing list, you will get exclusives. Exclusives on all podcasts. My mailing list gets everything first. Um, you guys get exclusives on when I bring out a new print. You get exclusives on when I'm selling said new prints. You get exclusives on all my new merchandise. You get exclusives on, oh, excuse me, that's disgusting. Um, in your, your Um. You get exclusives on all my new merchandise. You get exclusives on all the new podcasts. Every time a new episode of the podcast comes up, you get the first link. You get the first notification on that mailing list. So go to jordanmorpathart.com. That's jordanmorpathart.com. And as soon as you go on that homepage, there will be a pop-up. Don't get rid of the pop-up because the pop-up is where you sign up for the mailing list. And if you're coming to see me at a convention, you can also sign up on the board there will be a clipboard that will allow you to sign up for the mailing list as well. So don't miss out on that. That is the mailing list, ladies and gentlemen, and that's where you get all the Jordan Morpeth art exclusives. And finally, if you'd like to follow me on social media, please go to Instagram, go to YouTube, um, go to... Where else can you go to? Facebook. And type in Jordan Morpeth art and you will find me i'm also on twitter if you'd like to follow me on twitter it's really much of a muchness but if you'd like to follow me on twitter follow me on twitter and that's the plugs for this week guys let's get into the intro future jordan take it away Hello everybody how are we doing I'm a little further away today but that's because I wanted to give you a wide span look at my world and my hallway as you can see there's a hallway there into doors that open possibilities for everybody and every man and woman and child anyways so Today is a bit of a hybrid. Yes, we have we have coffee. Have the coffee is hello. We have coffee. Today is a coffee and a chat. I did call it Monday morning coffee, but it's not Monday right now. So I suppose let's just call it coffee with Jordan. Um, coffee on the couch, coffee on the couch, coffee on the couch sounds pretty good to me. Anyway, today's topic is, I want to tell some stories about me. I want to tell some stories about conventions and hopefully, hopefully in turn, tell some stories about um, or give you guys some tips and tricks, maybe if you're if you're con goers, if you're illustrators, artists, even if you're just fans, uh, I'd love to give you guys some tips and uh, tricks on how to be, um, and maybe just some encouragement on on art. Anyways, um, I got my phone here. I'm gonna, as you can see, we've got the clock there. The time is, whatever time that is. Anyway. What is that time? Ah, oh, almost 11 o'clock. No, sorry, almost 12 o'clock. Anyway, so this is this is a hybrid. This is a video podcast slash video story time telling thingamajig. Not everything has to have a label, does it? And it's a coffee with me. So I'm really liking this visual. This, this camera is coming out real good. Anyways, let's get to get into it. So what year is it now? It's 2018. Back in two let's pull this pillow up. Um back in 2016, and 16. in 2016. No, sorry. Let's go even further back. Let's start further back. I'm gonna start further back because there's a there's an important reason for this. I'm going to go back to 2014. 2014 was my first ever supernova. As a patron, um, as a fan, um, was 2014 I went to supernova. I'm walking through on my own. Around 2014 as well, I was doing serenade. Serenade is the first book in my series of comic books, my independent, uh, self-published, creator-owned, all that kind of thing, comic books. Anyway, so Serenade is just at its beginning. I think I'm up to maybe about issue three at this point. So I started Serenade back in 2012, um... So, give me a couple years. And for some reason, I don't even bother looking for conventions. I didn't even think they existed in Australia. I didn't know much about the convention scene. I'm glad I do now. Because back in 2000 and... What did I say? 14. I am going to my first Supernova. I purchased a ticket for the whole weekend. And I proceed to go over on the saturday i i avoided this friday because i think i was working or something like that i proceeded to go over on the saturday anyway on the saturday i go over there and i decide to take my portfolio um, full of my original art we'll get to why that's stupid in the first place full of my original art and this is a good story this is a good place to start the story because of this story full of my original art i take it over on the saturday because I see that the IDW editor and some of the publishers, I suppose they are the publisher, some of the editors and talent scouts are there that weekend. So back then, 19, that would have been 18, probably about 20 year old me is real naive and thinking, you know, great, let's do this, let's go and these guys will love my stuff. I love my stuff. My friends love my stuff. They're going to love my stuff. They're going to give me a job. Um, lo and behold, I go over to IDW. I go over, I go and have a chat with a whole bunch of people in artist alley, a great time at supernova. I don't dress up because I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to be a comic book artist. Um, I'm very young in my comic book, this is, you know, I've been doing sequentials at this point for less than a year, about six months. Um, I've been drawing Serenade for even shorter. Um, So I go over with these originals, a few artists go, oh, this is good stuff, man, pretty cool. Um, They like it. I'm getting real, you know, real validation for my work. I'm really enjoying the day. I go over to the IODW booth and I book myself in for the Sunday because they'd um, filled out, they'd had way too much time, sorry. They had filled their waiting list for Saturday and their their reservations for Saturday. So I go over on Sunday. I go and meet some of my favorite artists who as of that weekend became my favorite artists like John Somariva, David Yarden, uh, Lauren Marshall, Who else did I meet that week? And there's a few others that I met that I really, 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 really love and I can't remember right now. And some who who I'm friends with now. Anyways, so I go over, I go to IDW. Anyway, I go home, it's Saturday. Saturday was fun, I bought some collectibles. I had a good time. Um, And I go home. I proceed to head back on Sunday. At this time I didn't have a car and I'm catching public transport. I'm catching public transport and I am so uselessly bad at keeping up with my possessions that I've booked myself in for the IDW booth on the Sunday and I've left my big A3 folder full of these sequentials and these aren't photocopies these are original pieces, original art on the bus as I've gotten off at Sydney Olympic Park I've left this. I just can't believe I've done this I've left this book on the on the bus a giant fucking book (sighs) anyway so i've left the book on the bus and i proceed to go in and i realize the one reason why i was there that day i cannot be there so I suppose I just proceed to go through the con the rest of the day as a patron just hang out chill out and I actively avoid the IDW booth out of pure embarrassment and fear now there's two things that could have happened here one I'm almost certain that that work I was doing, because I've looked back on it now, I'm almost certain that that work I was doing was not worth it. I mean, I would have got some really great feedback from some industry heads, and it's a shame because it seems as if since then there has not been anyone come into Supernova like that from IDW or Image or anything like that. So, I suppose it was a good thing it was a sign I took it as a sign that maybe I wasn't ready Uh, my mental health was not good back then I'm not afraid to say that because I've come out from the other side of it and it's changed me and it's made me the man I am today it's made me the artist I am today now creatively I could have gotten some serious feedback and I fucked up and I'm telling you this part of the story because this is where it all begins. I'm telling you this part of the story to actively try to help any of you avoid this happening. Make copies It's lesson number one, lesson number one, make copies. Make copies of everything. Make A4 copies. If you lose an A4 folder, it's much cheaper than losing an A3 folder because A3 folders aren't easy to come by, now quite expensive. A3 sleeves are quite expensive. If you have the funds, that's great. But make copies. Second of all, Make sure when you get off the bus, take everything, everything you've got. I still lose my wallet. I'm still useless. I can't keep a wallet. Make sure you actively have, I've had to build processes and habits into this stupid little brain, this crazy monkey brain to not forget things. And don't be afraid to get feedback. If anyone ever comes up to me with, with work, I will give them feedback. I pretty much do it at every con. At least one person or one or two people will come up to me with their work or with an Instagram of their work or with an online portfolio of some sort with their work and show me their work. And I will happily, if they ask for it, I'm not there to give you critical feedback if you don't want it, you're not ready for it. But if you ask me for feedback, I am more than happy to give it to you. Anyway, let's fast forward this story so that was 2014 2015 I go to Supernova but I go with a bunch of friends we cosplay I dress up as Nightwing Um, we have fun we go and meet some people but in the back of my head this whole time I'm thinking maybe I should have done Supernova this year maybe I should have got some stuff together to do Supernova this year anyway um, I'm going to get my thing out for some notes so we go, we do this thing that same year I meet my now girlfriend. Lovely Jennifer, you've probably met her if you've seen her at a con. You've probably seen her on my Instagram. Anyway, my partner Jennifer, I meet her. Her oh, That's a story for another day. I might um I might tell that story later, but I meet her and by 2016, we've been dating for about six months and she is the linchpin that gets pulled. That starts my convention run and that starts my love. Um, And I suppose, How do you say this? My, well, she's the linchpin that says, why, why not? You won't know unless you try. And that's something that I actively need. I've needed her for a long time to push me forward. And she has, she was the encouragement. And she was, like I said, the linchpin that set off this convention set off me starting conventions and supernova and I have a soft spot and I will always do Sydney supernova unless circumstances are so dire that I can't make it but for the rest of my life I'm certain I will do Sydney supernova because that is the first convention that is the that I have a very soft spot in my heart for it and I love Sydney supernova and over these few years, it's been good to me, it's been bad to me, it's been tough to me, but I'm not leaving it behind. So, now we're in 2016. In 2016, I'll put the photo up here. Um, I, hold on, I just need to make some notes. I do my first convention, do shoot Sydney Supernova. Um, and it was an interesting experience. Now, back then I was doing traditional work. Um, a lot of my stuff was pen, ink, and, um, pen, ink, and watercolors. Now, the watercolors, that was interesting. I've never sold my art before. I have, Up until this point, that point, I had never sold my art. And man, did I realize that Prince is really what keeps you running? Um, I almost took Serenade with me. Um, I learnt a lot. So, this weekend, that weekend was very interesting. I do Friday to Sunday. I rock up like an amateur, like we all do for our first conventions. I rock up like a complete amateur real late no vest not having read any of the supernova policies um i have no fluoro vests we go and get our tickets um we get our armbands um, i'm with um my brother-in-law stevie well now technically brother-in-law stevie um, He was the guy that did the Infinity War Part One review. We rock up, we set up, and I realise I've only got at this point maybe six prints. I had a Spider-Man Civil War. I had a couple of Ninja Turtles that I still hadn't finished the whole set, so I only had Leonardo. I'd done this like apocalyptic. uh, What would the Ninja Turtles look like in the in the apocalypse? Uh, Thing I had Leonardo and Donatello. I never got Michelangelo and Raphael finished Um, or printed for that matter. I had a Superman. I had a Flash piece that I'd done on Photoshop. That was the only digital piece I had. And I had folders full of originals. A4 folders full of originals that I was too stubborn to sell. That in fact, I was actually selling this weekend that I finally got out and sold this weekend at Sydney Supernova two years later. Because I just they're taking up too much room and I need to get rid of them. And they're great pieces and they need loving homes. So... And they were just interesting. So off on a tangent again, let's come back. Now the story, sorry if I'm a little out of it. I had a long weekend with Supernova. So anyway, this happens and I'm an amateur and rah 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 and I don't have very many prints and not very many people are buying anything off me and I'm kind of going, what's going on here? Trying to break even. But at the same time, for my first con, I've decided if I break even just on the table, just on the price for me as an amateur at the time, the ridiculous price at the time, not so much, you know, it's, it's changes. And if you get in early, it's cheap. The price, I would be happy. And I'm sitting next to a now very good friend. And I'm so glad I sat next to him. And this was back when we were in the Dome at Sydney Supernova. I'm so glad I sit next to him. The great Matthew Lynn, because he's become a great friend, a great mentor, and he was smashing it out that year. And I was trying to understand why. Well, it's because first of all, I hadn't even gone through my learning curve. There's a very steep learning curve. And you have to plot on up it to get to this point. So I'm plotting up this learning curve. I met Matt. And Matt, after this convention, says to me, I love your stuff. You're such a down to earth kid. And he gives me his email. And the two of us, ever since have been really good friends. And every convention I do, every small convention I do is due to him. He then gives me He'll email, for the next two years, he then emails me saying, here's a connection for Wollongong Comic Con. This is the time you need to, for Comic Gong, if you wanna be at Comic Gong, cause we chatted about it. You wanna be at Comic Gong, man, here's your connection. Email these people and he'll, he'll um, and he gives me um, a connection for Comic Gong and I do my first Comic Gong last year, back in 2017. Um, and I'll get to that, that was a great experience as well. He then sends me all these smaller cons he does, like Central Coast and rah, 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 and then I get back to him and say, what do you do, where do you get your supplies, But does this come from, rah, 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 and we go back and forth. And ever since, he's been such a great friend and a great mentor and just so supportive because I suppose we, we really just connect because he's such a humble and down to earth person. And unfortunately there's not, even as illustrators, there's a lot of us (laughs) that are a bit arrogant. Um, and I've come across some people who are arrogant and I don't agree with people who are arrogant. I've never been arrogant myself. I have been a little bit caught up in things that I wish I didn't get caught up in And that's been the learning curve. Like, for instance, okay, this is going to be a... So, onto onto Comic Gong. So, I do Comic Gong. It's a cheap con. Um, I do it last year for the first time in 2017. We drive up there in the morning. I've never been there before. Um, I don't have a, a wall, but I have new stuff. Um, and this is just pre-digital. It's still new traditional stuff, but it's but it's good stuff. Um, and we're slowly advancing in, in the world of well for illustration and prints and all that kind of thing um so i go to comic gong there's no wall uh, shit shit my, my shit bricks but jenny says to me that's okay we can use we can utilize the table so that's what we do we just put out six or seven prints on the table and we use it matt comes up he says it's great to see you here you're going to love this anyway the day goes on and comic gong is fucking awesome What I didn't realize was, it's a free event. And I'm sitting next to yet another friend of mine, James Galate. He's a writer. He's a Sydney-based comics writer. Um, The writer of Fractured Mind. Uh, Fractured Minds. He's just done zero... What is it called? Zero Day... Zero Day Dawn, I think. Um, I'll put that. I'll put his link up in the in the description as well. I'll put Matt's link in the description as well. Anyway, James Galate is a great guy. He's he's got this great, um, great style to his to his work. He's so down to earth. He's got his little boy with him there, and he becomes such a good friend. And he he, um, although he's not a fan of fan art we become friends because we're both mutual fans of comic books we're deep cut comic book fans anyway so we're there we have a great day I mean there was a few people the cosplay theatre was behind us um, we're in front of the stage cosplay stage is behind us and a, it gets a bit muddy because people come to look at the cosplay and they get all over our table and that kind of thing and, but they've changed that since then and regardless great fucking con so That is a great learning curve because I start to realize that we're really competing um, with a lot of people at these bigger cons. So I need to get into more of these smaller cons. Anyway, so then we move on to Supernova. Supernova 2017 in Sydney. And they've moved us. (laughs) They've moved us from the dome to the alley. Or rather, I don't know what they call that other, other hall. But they've moved the alley and there's about 500... I, I could have sworn someone told me there was 500 people that year. Holy fucking shit. For the second second supernova I do ever, it is mental. And this year I was so unorganized with supernova because I was in between jobs. I My work was... I was trying to figure out work and um, I didn't have very many new prints anyway. Did all this A4 stuff I started experimenting with copics all that kind of stuff copic markers of which I've lately kind of realized isn't really my thing I wish it was but it's just so expensive and it's I couldn't get wrap my head around them and anyway so I have half a table with my friend Diaz who it's his first supernova and he's decided that he's going to he's commissioned me and a couple of other guys for some work And he's commissioned us to do some t-shirts. And him him and Dave um, decide to do t-shirts. So we decided to split a table in half. Never. If you're a self-respecting illustrator, and I love Diaz, both of us, all three of us suffered for this. I will never, Never, ever, 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 ever again. Split a table. I think I split the table. One, because I didn't have very much money that year. Two, because I... I suppose I wasn't very confident in my work last year. And three... Because... I wasn't organized and I didn't organize myself I didn't get in early bird I didn't yeah last year was a clusterfuck so we go and what happens is I end up and I should have I just I really should have done this this year so Matt comes over to my table and he comes to see where we are he goes hey and he meets Diaz and he says you know how's it going I love the new stuff Matt's right near the door it fucking kills it last year absolutely kills it and this is something I want to tell you guys with conventions you will learn that what you attract is what you put out into the world it's the law of attraction but I learned this the hard way with conventions what you attract is what you put out into the world right I cluttered my table. I split the table in half with the guys. We cluttered the table, we cluttered the walls. It was a nightmare, it was a mess. The one good thing about last year was I got interviewed and it was a really good interview. The first time I've ever been interviewed um, and it's on YouTube, you can check it out in the, uh, I can't remember the guys' names, but they were really nice. They were really interested in what I was doing. You can check it out in uh, my playlist. There is an interviews playlist in my YouTube Um, just, just YouTube, Jordan Morpethart, or if you're watching this on YouTube right now, um, just go down. I'll probably put it, no, go to my playlist in my page and you'll find that interview. Anyways, we had a pretty good year, but what I didn't do because I was so fucking lazy and so unorganized. And if anyone ever did this for me ever again, I would definitely jump on that opportunity. Matt was right near the door. The guy next to him, Was getting mad so there was a problem last year and the problem last year at super sydney supernova which really got me down and really made me almost leave not do supernova this year and i'm glad i did do it this year was that we had been moved over from the dome so first year one of the best things about the first year i'm just going to get a pencil to play with one of the best things about the first year was we were in the dome and Artist Alley would be was quite small and selective but if you were in Artist Alley you would people would be funneling through to the back of the dome for superstars all the superstars and the signings and the photos were at the back of the dome and Artist Alley was too so to get to the superstars you'd have to go through Artist Alley which was fucking awesome but they must have got more exhibitors so they pulled us out and put us in the the adjacent hall where they used to have the cosplay theatre. The cosplay theatre was still there and we're still in what they now call the alley. But last year, there was no signage. There was a bunch of A4 sheets of paper on the wall and barely anyone knew that the alley was there. Also, I had a tiny little table. So the best thing I could have done, so Matt comes, anyway, Matt comes up to me I tell that story because this is important. Matt comes up to me and he says, hey, the guy next to me just spit the dummy and went home because he got so mad. He had a double table and he spit the dummy and gone home because he's gone like, fuck this. I don't want to be here. No one's buying anything this year. No one's coming in. This is fucking ridiculous. So Matt goes, why don't you come and take the table next to me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm too lazy. I can't be bothered. This was on the Saturday morning. Fucking, I still think back to it and go, what am I doing? Like, I would have killed for a table near the door this year. Would have killed for it. And it was right there. It was free. And I didn't even have to pay for it. And no one would have noticed. No one would. They would have just thought it. It's not like anyone was policing the area. There was almost 500 of us in that fucking factory. Like, nah, you idiot and you could have sat next to matt and chilled with him i just i think i just wanted to be with diaz and I, oh my god it was fucking stupid i could have got a like full table to myself last year anyway so that happens and last year we do okay you know i break even anyway this sends me on to this year now because last year was such a clusterfuck We go, I decide that this year I'm going to be more organized. I'm going to be signing up at the, at the right times before anyone else for everything because I missed Oz Comic Con last year. I'm going to be signing up. I'm going to be so organized that I get the best tables. I get the best prices and I make sure that I schedule at least five or six cons this year alone. Also, this year, this, I decide that I'm paying money for my iPad. I'm getting an iPad Pro and I'm going to go digital and learn how to do digital art. And I do. Okay, so now we fast forward to 2018. 2018 is the year that I am ready for, that I am super pumped for, that I'm super keen that I'm like, yep, this is my year. This is Jordan Morpeth Arts' year. Let's fucking do this. We're going to do the podcast. We're going to do all these cons. We're going to fucking finish heaps of comic books. We're going to do all this stuff, rah, rah, I'm going to go into state this year as well. Um, December comes along of 2017 and my girlfriend gives me some news. Not unwanted news surprising news but not unwanted news and that news is that we're having a baby and i'm grinning ear to ear because i'm super excited because we're so close to having this baby right now so that does put a bit of a shoehorn in my plans for this year and my convention plans for this year however it actually surprisingly and shockingly puts me over the edge um, and, and pushes me even more to do something that I didn't think I would do this year. And I start the year off and Matt emails me and he says, look, next year, at the start of the year, they've got a con called um, in the Central Coast at Gosford Showground called Central Coast Comic Con. And so I sign up. It was a cheap table. I think it was like 50 bucks or something like that. I sign myself up. And this is the start of 2018's convention run I've prepared everything I've got stuff printed I've got all the new stuff going and I'm ready I'm ready to do this and that's exactly what we do I do Central Coast Comic Con on my own it's a long day it's a small haul I'm the only guy there doing what I've got what I've got the digital art prints except for Matt Matt's got his but Matt's got his chibi style that he does And I kill it. I kill it more than I thought I would. But this is because prior to this, I decided that I'm going to stop caring about the sale. I'm not there to sell. I'm no longer there to sell because I got sick of being put in the box of all those cynical people. And you guys probably know them. If you are a holder, you know them. It's a lot of cynical people who are out to make a sale. That's all they care about. They're just at the cons to make a sell. And they're not being professional. That to me is not professional. That to me is just, I brought something so people should buy it. That's not, no. This is all about personal branding. Doing these conventions, guys, is about personal branding. And if your personal brand is buy from me, buy from me, buy my shit because I think it's good. That's not where it's at. That's not what you should be doing. It's not fair. And it's not good. It's not good business. It's not good business. It's not good marketing. It's not good branding. Regardless. And it's not good. It's not good as a patron to be dealing with that. So. I do Central Coast Comic Con and I just let it loose. And I just sit down and I draw and I have have a chat with people and I... See Matt there and we just have a good time. One of the best cons I've ever done. One of the best small cons and I will be definitely doing it again next year. Anyway, so Central Coast Comic Con. Then we go on to Comic Gong. At this point, we've got the we've got podcast out. Yeah? Um, at this point, we've got... Uh, ben and I... So Ben comes with me, my... my my best mate, Ben. Um, and we go to Comic Gong. Jen comes with us as well. But Jen's quite pregnant, so she doesn't stay around for very long. But we pull the folder out. We put some stuff out on the table. I, I'm ready because I know that I don't have a, a wall this year, so I've got a folder full of my stuff. And you go, and we go nuts. We just chill and we hang out. We have fun and we, um, and we chat. And we, uh, again, just forget about the sale and just have fun at the con. And again, it's a fucking awesome day. We do it even better than we thought we would. Um, and the the funny thing I want to tell you is I overestimated my first supernova. I went and got like ten prints each, um, ten or twenty of everything that I did. This is, so more than I needed, and I did the calculation. I thought I was going to sell out. I had no idea about whether people sold out or not. I had no idea. I thought you just sold out. And I thought I was going to make 20 grand. I thought I was going to make 20 grand on that first supernova. I was cheering. And when I only made like $300, I was fucking devastated. I was devastated. I was... But... I had to hold on to the fact that at least I broke even, at least I paid for my table. So we moved on from there. Um, so we'll go back to Wollongong. Wollongong was great. Then the next one coming up is Supernova, Sydney Supernova. And for some reason, every year I forget how exhausting this weekend is. I think I need to do more Supernovas just, just to remember how, how good it is. So we do Sydney Supernova, we go on Friday, set everything up, Um, I've got all my prints, they've been doing so well at all these smaller cons, but the difference is that you need to prepare yourself because there is a larger market. So the smaller the market, the better you're gonna do, and I'm a little bit niched in this Wollongong, in like Wollongong and Central Coast and the smaller kind of stuff. Supernova though, this year was a shock. It's always a learning curve, Supernova. Every single year I do Supernova, it's a learning curve for me. Um, and this year, Friday, we go on, we do Friday. I'm just chilling. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's Friday. Supernova Fridays is always pretty slow. I do. I, I, I paid for my table on Friday. I pay for my table. I set up a commission. It's fucking amazing. Like Friday is incredible. I couldn't believe how well we did on Friday. And that's because I was just chilling, just not worrying about sale. So I do that well on Friday and I go around and I'm telling everybody, you know, well, if I did that well on Friday, then I must do well on Saturday. And Saturday's a big day. Now, this is a learning experience I wanna give you guys. I go over again with Ben. I'm super hyped about Saturday. Super psyched that I'm gonna do really well. This is a little bit hard for me to admit because it's still a little bit raw, but I'm psyched about about Saturday And it gets to my head. I start becoming, and I haven't done this in so long, and I don't know why I did this, but I will never do it again. I start getting entitled about my work. I start getting super entitled. The day drags on and on and on. I start trying to push the sale and stop trying to push my personality and my personal brand and stop trying to push the person I know I am and start thinking, well, maybe my art will sell itself. (laughs) It's not how it works. I did get rid of a shitload of business cards, but My business card has art on it, so most people just take it as free art. They don't take it as social media. And I get shitty towards the end of the day because I start going around and talking to all the people I know and they're telling me they're killing it today. They're doing so well today. So well, so well, so well. And I thought, because I got put in front of the superstars of comic books, that that was a prime position. But just like not taking that table the year before, at the door, I didn't use that opportunity to its fullest. Because we were right in front of where the panels were going and where the cosplay theatre was, and there was... Every hour or so there was a funnel of just so many people coming through on their way out. And I didn't use that to my advantage. And we did poorly on Saturday. And I was valuing my experience by how much money I was making. And we all know full well that how much money you're making, especially as an artist, is the worst way to value your experience. This is not how you become rich as an artist. That's how you become cynical and self-absorbed and sad, really. So... We, we do this weekend, we do kind of poorly, but I come home and I'm just mortified by what I did wrong. And I stay up till all hours of the morning. I think I must've gone to bed. I got up and up, up and down out of bed two or three times and had to write stuff down and I was just running through what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What can I do better? And it hits me. I've known all along I knew the whole time what I was doing wrong and it was that I wasn't having fun because people notice when you're not having fun. People notice when you're just doing the bare minimum and you're just trying to push the sale and they get scared off especially that market a lot of people are introverted in our market a lot of us i can be introverted sometimes so yeah um we did shit on saturday and i'm up and i'm writing stuff down and I'm writing my experience down so that i don't forget it so that I don't repeat this experience. And then I go, shit, I know what to do. I'm gonna go deep into my files and grab all my old prints and all my originals and just do this. Let's just get it. Let's just get it going. So I do. I go into my room back there full of boxes and crap. I think it's that, that room there. No, that room there and I go in and I grab all my originals and I grab all my old prints and I put them out on the table. We do a little bit of realignment on the walls. Um, I put some old stuff out. I put some old stuff in the folders. I put some originals out in the folders and I take, take some blank covers and I drew one of the blank covers on site. It was a tank girl. And... I start the day with a positive attitude and I start the day going, who gives a shit? Who cares about selling? And I stop caring. And guess what happens on Sunday, guys? (laughs) We finally crack the code and we crack the market. And I meet a whole bunch of cosplayers. I meet a whole bunch of people. I met a whole bunch of new fans. We make the shit out of the sales. We sell a few originals. We sell the blank cover. We just sell. Full stop. And it's amazing. It was an amazing feeling. We came. Ho- I came home on cloud fucking nine. Man, it was so so good I was so happy with it and it was impressive it was just a fantastic experience and I didn't ruin my weekend and I will definitely be doing and like that is why I say that Supernova has a has been good to me and it's been bad to me but it has taught me it has forged me in the fires, that, con- that convention. It has forged my personality. It has forged my art. It has forged my brand in the fires that convention has. <laughs> it fucking killed me and resurrected me every time. Every single year I do Supernova, I learn a huge lesson. And that's why I'll continue to do this because I hope that every single year beyond this, I'll learn a big lesson. Because that's what in, what's important. That's the best experiences. Comic Gong and Central Coast, they were great. But I didn't learn these giant. and they didn't affect me so heavily like Supernova did the last two years. Three years that's why I'll continue to do that. And that's why I'll be at Oz Comic Con this year. That's why I'll be at Gamma Con this year because I want to experience everything that this country has to offer and this world has to offer as far as comic conventions. Because guys, at the end of the day, I thought I had some lessons for you. And I have actually realized that the lesson here with conventions and the lesson you can take away with for anyone as far as your creative process goes, is put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Because at the end of the day, if I didn't do Supernova 2016, I wouldn't have learnt what is possible. I wouldn't have met. And if I didn't do Supernova 2017 or even 2018, I wouldn't have met the people that I now know and love, I wouldn't have been who I am inspired by. People like Will Lehman, one of my good friends, Camillo, um, Matt Lynn, Marcelo Bayes. Um, I wouldn't have met people like Jackson Caspers, who's just one of the greatest people I know. He's just so down to earth and so fantastic and such a great artist. I wouldn't have met Lauren Marshall. I wouldn't have met um, Mark Ratz, who I met this year. I wouldn't have met Levi Kleeman, who I met this year, who is just, again, just such an awesome dude. I've been following him on Instagram for a while. He's just such a supportive and awesome guy. Um, All these people have kept me going, kept me inspired and kept me pushing for my own, because all these people are people who have their own style. They do their own thing. They don't care about what others are doing around them and their competition, and their only competition is them. And that's the most important part. You will hear this a million, if you if you watch motivational videos, no matter what you do online, you will hear this a million times. You should be your only competition. Be inspired by others, yes. Be supportive of others, of course, in any creative endeavor, but you are your only competition and the last piece of work you did, the last project you did should be nowhere near as good as the project you're doing now. And the project you're doing now should be, sorry, the project you do after the one you're doing now should be better than the one you are doing now and so on and so forth. You should be pushing yourself to the limits and just do what you want to do. But most of all guys, do something. Begin by doing something. That's the most important part. If you don't do something, if you continue your life being a consumer and not a creator, content creation is why we're here. Just create, do something, bring the stuff up you love and fuck the stuff you don't like. There's too many people out there complaining about what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that. Bring the stuff up you love. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I started this YouTube channel. That's why I I want to inspire you all. I want to help you all become creators and do what you want to do. Kevin Smith, most ideal, ideal person of that. Joe Rogan. He's a comedian, he was a stand up comedian, but now he's the biggest podcaster in the world. He's an MMA competitor, a contender, uh, sorry, commentator, rather. He's a bow hunter because he loves it. He just loves supporting what he loves. And that's what we're here for. I love supporting what I love. I love the Ninja Turtles, I love Power Rangers, I love Star Wars, I love movies, I love comic books, I love art, I love illustration, I love writing, I love stories, I love conventions, I love collectibles, I love all this stuff, guys. Is what, but someone has to create it. And like Kevin Smith, he just does whatever he wants. I loved Yoga Hoses because it was from the heart. It was what he wanted to do. It wasn't my ideal movie. wasn't, it's not at the top of my list, but I still loved it. I still enjoyed it. And I might actually watch it again today. But regardless, this is my point. Enjoy life. Don't be afraid to do what you want to do because you'll only achieve your dreams If you're willing to fail, learn again, fail again, be resurrected again, and constantly come back. My logo is a feather. My art logo is a feather. You may have seen it around. I named Serenade Travis Phoenix. I'm now starting to realize that resurrection is a very important part to my creative process. And phoenixes, as we all know, go to ashes and rise again. And that metaphorical resurrection is so important to the creative process that if you fight it, you're not gonna get anywhere, guys. Failure is important. Failure is extremely important. And we need to learn to fail because if you don't fail in a convention, you don't fail with the wrong pencil mark, you don't fail with your anatomy studies, if you don't fail as an actor to get a job, if you don't fail as a comic book writer for anyone to pick up your comic book and read it, my friends, you will not succeed. Thank you, everybody for watching this episode of the podcast. Thank you for ha- coming and having a coffee with me. I need to get two coffees for this because it goes on for a while. I am fucking starving though, it's lunchtime. I'm gonna make myself some food. But thank you again guys for watching. Don't be afraid to fail. And I tell you this story and I like to tell you the stories that come from the bottom of my heart because I think part of what I do is to be genuine and just to be me and just to have fun. Just have fun, guys. Have fun with whatever the fuck you do. If you make toys, give me a call. I'd love to I'd love to chat because I want to make some toys. I want to design some toys. But just get out there and do it. Just chat with people. Watch Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk has been one of the biggest inspirations to me lately. He's a fucking legend and he tells it straight. Just do something, man. Just fucking do something. I want to see all your... If you guys have got work, send it to me. I want to see your art. I want to see your toys, your sculptures, your your acting, your stand-up comedy. Whatever it is you do, as long as you're a creator, I want to see it. Send it to me, guys. Send me your content. Send me your YouTube channels. Send me all that stuff. I want to see it. I love it. Give us a chance guys, give yourselves a chance to live the life you wanna live and have fun with it. Do conventions, if you wanna do a convention, do it, save the money, ask your parents for the money, do it. Maybe one day I'll do the ins and outs of conventions, the stuff that I've learned so that you don't have to learn it the hard way, but you still have to learn the hard way. You still have to do the work. So let's do it guys let's do this work let's fucking I want to see you creatives out there one day I hope I have a pop vinyl of my characters I hope I have a pop vinyl on me that'd be fucking awesome anyone do custom pop vinyls I'd love to do a pop, custom pop vinyl on me that'd be fun but I want my characters in figurines and sculptures and toys I'm already working awards that. I've already spoken to a couple of people let's do this guys let's fucking do it I want to see your creative stuff Let's do this. Thank you guys so much for watching. This has been Making Lemonade. This has been story time with Jordan or Coffee story time. I don't know. We'll come up with a name for it. I'll come up with a name. There'll be a title by the time I put this up. Um, have a fucking wonderful week, guys. Seriously, have a great week. Stay wacky. Stay weird. I call you all my weirdos because we are all weirdos. We're all strange and normal is fucking overrated, guys. Normal is overrated. Thank you again for watching, everybody. Thank you for listening if you're listening to the audio. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Let me know if you want to hear more of these stories because I have a lot of stories that I'm more than happy to tell. And I know I haven't had very many guests on lately, but I promise you I've got a bunch of people lined up. We're we're fucking pumping it out this year. The content is coming. YouTube is coming. We're going to do this, guys. We're going to fucking kill this. Thank you again for watching guys, have a wonderful week, and as always, stay weird everybody. Oh, just quickly, this week's song of the week, it's a very good question. Yes, I know what this week's song of the week is. And it's Weezer's cover of Africa. Um, Africa is... Uh, there was a whole thing where Weezer, where this kid... Um, this is this goes into everything. Okay, this is what I'm going to quickly add this to the end. Um, this goes into everything, guys. This kid had an idea. He heard Toto's Africa on Stranger Things. And his favorite band was Weezer. And he built a Twitter campaign to get together, get Weezer to do a cover of Africa. Now, the best part about this was he got it done. But before anything, Rivers Como decided to do it, but he recorded Rosanna. (laughs) So the kid was like, oh my God, I'm so glad, but that's the greatest troll I've ever heard all year. But the best thing about it was that all of the, in this world where everyone's kind of divided all of the internet wanted this to happen and Weezer got it done and they did a cover of Africa, and it is fucking pitch perfect. That's this week's song of the week. Thank you again everybody for watching. Peace out. Take it sleazy. Stay weird. Hashtag stay weird.